0: So I'm going to be honest with you. This is pretty uncharted territory. Yeah. We back. Yeah. This is the true story. To find out what happens, what happens when people stop being polite. start getting <laughs> <laughs> so i want to welcome 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 everybody to another episode of the real world and while i certainly want to apologize for the super long intro I needed to fill up some space while I sat here and I thought about exactly what I wanted to talk to you about today. Now, um, normally I script everything out. I plan everything. But here's the thing. I've done all of this planning for episodes that are not this one. That's right. So this one is going to be completely off the cuff. And I'll find out if I'm actually interesting or if I'm just really, really corny. I'm hoping for more of the former because I would like for you to listen to my podcast even when I don't have the greatest of days and content to give you. So I threw a bunch of stuff at the wall. Honestly, I was trying to find something to fit, and I came up with a few things that I could certainly touch on. A few of them made me feel some kind of way, but nothing really stuck out like normally where you got a lot of emotion out of me. So I'm going to I'm try to do the best that I can to try to give you something good, while also at the same time preventing myself from giving you something trash. All right? So you with me? Let's get it. So, uh, first thing I thought about, there's a versus that comes on this weekend. And after the fuck shit of an episode that we saw last time and all of the fake tension, which wasn't fake because it was real and just all of that stuff that I don't think that represents black people well, this time we got two queens coming to the stage we have none other none other than ashanti going against keisha cole now i think keisha cole is more famous for having an actual reality show and her mom and sister being the star of it than she is for her music but i could be in the minority i'll give myself that I also happen to think that Ashanti was more popular for being like the sidekick to Murder, Inc. and her sideburns. And ever since she left Murder, Inc., she's only been relevant for being really, really pretty. Now, if she hears this, right? Ashanti spits hot fire, people. I don't want none of the smoke. I honestly did really, really like her music. But for whatever reason, it never seemed to connect the same way that it used to when she first came out. And so because of that, There's a huge disconnect So I'm not really sure How either of these ladies Are gonna get through 20 songs Um, I'm here for it I'm assuming it's gonna be A lot of like Women from my college era Wearing velour sweatsuits uh, Baby fat Juicy couture All of that That was like popping In like the Early to mid 2000s Even into like The latter part of it Um, I'm here for all of the Ashanti and Ja Rule collabs. I am here for whatever Keisha Cole does when it's going to be about basically, uh, niggas ain't shit, but I'm going to sing this ballad about it anyway. And after the second or third time, that really isn't going to hit anymore. So we're going to have to switch it up and get something different. Maybe she's going to bring out the Shauna Paul. Give it up to me. I don't know, but I think that's the only thing that's going to possibly save her from taking this big fat L. Here's something else that we could touch on this weekend. Now, um, I feel like there's something of sort of a pandemic going on outside. And because of this, a lot of the people who we l- would typically think are really, really rich don't have the money that we thought they did. Now, I'm not counting anybody's pockets. Um, I'm broke as, broke as a joke in comparison to these people. But here's what I'll say. Having a whole concert in a city is probably a bad idea right now. And you may or may not know this. Trey Songz is probably one of my favorite R&B artists. I can always find some gems on his albums. It's something that I could play, like, during the bedroom... I think Summer in Miami is the best song ever because of the Trey song hook. This is Summer in Miami. Like, all of that, I'm with you. I met the guy one night um, at Club Mood in L.A. years ago. He was a dope kid. It was a really nice guy. But here's what I got to say, Trey. Why? Why did you need to have a concert in Columbus, Ohio? There's nothing good that goes on in Columbus, Ohio. I think the last thing that happened at Columbus, Ohio was when my man Rico was in Belly and was wiping his eye without having a lens in it through his glasses. I want to say that happened in Columbus, Ohio. I think Ohio State is in Columbus, Ohio. But since I went to Maryland, fuck them too. So what we have done here is a lot of times we've had celebrities saying, oh my God, COVID-19 is terrible. And I think they're doing a lot of the things that, frankly, all of us are doing. And we justify things for the right reasons. Yo, I got to go make this money. Yo, they're paying me X. Yo, this is a good look. Yo, we're all going to be safe. And the truth of the matter is probably none of these things are true. Yeah, they probably paid him. I don't know how much. But is it really worth it with the amount of lives that I could potentially affect and or cost? And that's, to be frank, some pretty reckless shit to do. You have to start deciding, is the money worth it? I think I come back to this point all of the time. And I don't have homies bills. I mean, he could start an OnlyFans. I feel like Chris Brown started an OnlyFans. And there's a bunch of other men. Uh, Michael uh, Michael B. Jordan started an OnlyFans. Niggas got on the bandwagon, too. Like, we was clowning all of these women celebrities. Yo, men hopped on the wave, too, just to get that check. I don't know what they're showing because I'm not looking for it. Please, nobody tell me. Like, I want to have respect because I think Michael B. Jordan is a great actor. Chris Brown is my favorite R&B artist after Mike. Men, of course. So you hear this and it's like, ah, this is kind of dicey. But maybe that would have been the best idea if Trey really needed to get that cash. I get it. You got a, you got a child now. You got Miles Defeat. Um, find another way. Maybe do a virtual concert. Maybe you go to Carrie Hilson route where she signed up for some service that if you want to be a part of her close friends on Instagram and see what her life is really like, you have to pay, I don't know, like $10 a month. So it's the only fans of IG. And I guess I was disappointed because it's Carrie fucking Hilson. I hugged this woman once. True story. Shout out to my homie, uh, Shad, who had his 39th birthday today. Um, And we had been in Vegas years and years ago. He actually knew her. Like, who would have guessed? So because Shad knew her, we all got the chance to say hi, hugged her. It was a really, really cool experience. One of the best of my life. But baby, no. You ain't have to do that. And I get it. She's got to make her money, too. I don't know what she's doing now. Like, is she acting? She she doesn't make music anymore because Beyonce's super fans killed that shit. I was a big fan. Whatever she said about Beyonce, which wasn't really shady, but just like, yo, she don't really fuck with me. I don't fuck with her. Like, eh? okay. They had to get her the fuck out of here? Carrie's a wonderful woman. And now she has, like, the bootleg, you know, OnlyFans. But I know at least she's not naked. So, like... Maybe that's a a kudos. The fantasy for still being a, you know, somewhat wholesome person is, I guess, still there. Does it matter? Nope, because it ain't my girl. (sighs) Ah, like I said, these random off the cuff episodes kill me. The only reason that I'm producing something today and while I'm trying to give you quality, you're definitely not going to get quantity have some really cool things that are planned um for the next couple of weeks and I'm gonna actually speak on them because I've confirmed with these people that they're gonna record and we just have to figure out some scheduling. So in no particular order um I have a really good guy that's coming on the pod. We are going to discuss uh he's a, a pastor and we are gonna discuss essentially you know um how COVID has affected uh, the way that we perceive church, um, how he saw his role as a black pastor at a multicultural uh, congregation and what responsibilities he felt with either educating the people at his congregation or just speaking to them because maybe they didn't see issues the same way that we do. Great, great guy. I'm really excited about it. Um, it's one of those things where it, it takes a lot for me to get uh, super amp because I'm doing something that's way outside of the box of my other content, and so I'm really excited about this. I've wanted to do this for a while. Really happy he agreed to it, and so now that I'm putting this on my own podcast, if you front on me, I know where you live. Just kidding. Um, but it's somebody that you know I've known for 20 years. So uh, really excited about that. Um, I have another gentleman was going to do the pod uh, he listens to it he's actually sort of done one before and it was a great great time but the reason why I wanted him to get on this time is again uh, how did COVID-19 affect his business he has a really successful food truck called Neat Meat. Um, you've probably seen it around he goes to different events he would be downtown and he told me he'd do the pod because you know we're cool But mostly, I just wanted to hear a story and how things have kind of impacted him, what he's done, how he wants to kind of maneuver, you know, just how's life. I think that makes for an interesting conversation. And last, um, all of these are planned before the end of the year. I have a homie that works in PR, and I'm really excited to get this young lady in because she said some things that have been, you know, personally impactful to me. One of those things is something that's a gem that I'll drop on the pod that I'll share for everybody now. She told me, and I quote, you use social media like you're a regular person and not a brand. Unquote. The reason that that hit, um, I often complain uh, either privately or to like my friends about, you know, the growth of my pod and where I see things going. And what do I need to do? Because, you know, maybe if I jump on TV, a hundred people will see me that didn't see me before. And I say all of these things and I totally mean them. But I think hearing that from her put things in perspective in a way that I think was lacking prior, if I'm honest. And so that awareness to be able to accept criticism from somebody, um, I think that's part of why she told me. And the second one is... I'm just glad that she did I wish I would have understood that years prior but uh because she's got a breadth of knowledge or a wealth of knowledge I'm really excited about having a conversation about branding building your brand just things that she's experienced and how all of these things play out and I think it'll be pretty cool for the group um I'm also really excited about that she's a handful so that'll be great uh But as I move through previews, I think the last thing that I want to touch on this week uh, and apologize for the really quick episode, but I've recorded for eight consecutive weeks. This is by far the longest streak that I believe that I've had since maybe 2018, 2017 when I first started. And because of that, if I'm honest, um I'm just really into continuing that trend I sat around all night I watched football I stared outside the wall I asked a bunch of people what should I talk about what do you want to hear what'll be entertaining what'll be exciting and I didn't really get a lot of things that I thought that were good no disrespect to them stuff that I touched on previously or things I just wasn't really interested in all of that's fine um you don't have to agree with your tribe for your tribe to help you. And they got me at least thinking about different things that I could tell in maybe an entertaining or kind of cool way. So the last thing that I'm going to touch today before I get out of here is uh, a sports topic. And I know I know if you want to listen to sports or understand sports, I always tell you to go to ESPN. Here's why I'm gonna touch this. Currently, uh we have James Harden who is arguably a top five player in the NBA. If you're not familiar, go watch some tapes. He does the same two moves: dribble, 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 step back. Dribble 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 dribble, 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 step through, get a layup, or fake a layup and get fouled. It's really all he does. Cool. Um the reason that I wanted to touch him is that he's currently having a contract dispute with uh, his team. Now, I am very conflicted about the way that the media specifically portrays black people. Um, I won't say I'll I'll make this one a little bit about race because I think that black people tend to get a, a more harsh um, characterization than white people when they have these issues. Um, so uh, here's what it is: he doesn't want to play for the Houston Rockets anymore. Homie was a little baby's uh, birthday party. I think he gave him a hundred thousand dollars. I want to know why. One James Harden and a little baby are friends. I want to say they're at least ten years apart, and if not ten, like whatever. So I guess he's the big homie, and that's why he gave him a hundred k. Cool. Hey, I need a big homie. No, I don't need a big homie. I'm fucking almost old. But you know If Hove wants to have uh, A little brother Holla at me You know what I'm saying I'll throw up the rock sign I'll wear a paper planes tap Cool I don't even want your money um, But I make that as a point that While training camp opened He decided to go to his friend's birthday party He went from there to the strip club And They then flew to Las Vegas Went to the strip club again Now A lot of the narrative around this is going to be, well, James Harden's being irresponsible. He's not wearing a mask. What about his teammates? What about his family? What about the other people that he's coming into contact with? And I can't really fight that narrative. That part of it was stupid. Now, you cannot want to go to work. But I also think there's a way that you handle it. Now, see, this generation has a big problem with wanting to share everything. And I get it. I don't share enough because I. people tell me I'm private, I'm secretive. Yeah, I'm, I'm all of that shit. But I'm also deathly afraid of the things that I share and how they impact my life. He shared all of this stuff and, you know, at some point, the NBA is going to crack back. It might not be him. Um, It might not be a player of his stature. But people that typically are used to being empowered don't like when people bully them. And they tend to react really, really harshly. So I'm making this as a point because these people typically have friends in the media or friends who have a sympathetic ear. And the narratives that are going to start coming out are going to be very much in the vein of James Harden is a terrible person. Now, again, I don't know, homie for shit. But a terrible person isn't the kind of person that donates money when, you know people can't go to work I know he was one of those guys that was donating during COVID-19 hell he kept the entire Houston strip club infrastructure up and running by himself because you know he's got that kind of dough now that's obviously a joke but because he's a strip club connoisseur but on the real he's done a lot for the community and we tend to We tend to magnify some of the things that happen in sports as if they're, you know, indicative of real life. It's cool that he has a dis- disagreement with his employer. What's not cool is to, for us to kind of throw various negative labels on him because we disagree with the methodology for how we did it. The truth of the matter is, you don't get paid what you're worth. You only get paid what you have the ability to negotiate. And if somebody has more power than you, They will most certainly use it against you. Fortunately for him, he has the power because he's the superstar player. There aren't, you know, there's only a handful of guys that are in his category or better. Maybe five, but he's arguably a top five talent in the NBA. He's box office. And when you know you have those, it comes with a certain amount of power. I'm glad that he's able to use it instead of the corporation using it against him. Now, we talk about the man a lot, right? I don't look at the man as being the white man. I know white people might think that, but I'm a to the game. The man to me is the person that basically holds everything over you and has control over your life. Now, I work for an employer. My employer is the man. I don't have the ability to do certain things. And while I'm certainly paid, you know, relatively well. At any given time, the employer could decide to fire me for whatever reason. I don't have James Harden status at work. So because of that, it puts me in situations where I have to certainly make compromises against things that I may personally dislike or not want to do because it's in my best interest to stay quiet and just put my head down and do work so that I can stay gainfully employed. Now, the point I'm making with all of this is that figure out what leverage you have Always use it. I promise you, if the shoe was on the other foot, they would use it against you. Now, uh, I want to thank you guys for sticking with me. I know that I've talked around a bunch of stuff before I gave you like a dope word. I end every episode saying sort of the exact same thing. Ball players on a rap. Rappers on a ball. My name is Darrell, and this is the Darrell World, and we hope to see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Please like, share, subscribe, tell a friend to a friend, go to a website, give it to a bootlegger. I don't care. I just want to get my product out there. Oh, and check out the website. It's got merch up, too. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.